Loading Sports Outlier Session Season 3. Uh, we got another very special guest today in uncommitted 2025 uh, high school baseball player from the greater Chicago area who we're going to welcome in here in a moment. Uh, before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to our app, Loading Sports Performance Lab app, available now on the iOS App Store if you have an iPhone or an iPad. Uh, it's you know, it starts at $5 a month for an individual user. Uh, measure, track, compare, jump performance directly from your phone. As simple as point and click. You can do it anywhere, anytime. Um, yeah, Loading Sports Performance Lab app. It's really easy to use and it provides a lot of value to your life. Uh, yes, again, available to individuals starting at $5 a month. Um, also available in team packages for teams as big as 25, um, <clears throat> you know, 50 athletes, 100 athletes, and then for organizations as well, uh, where you can actually uh, have an account that's uncapped, have as many athletes in there as you want, start building a database of uh, athletic performance markers uh, year over year. If you're a school, college, uh, travel club, organization, academy, whatever it may be, Non-sport specific, again, so easy a caveman can do it. Guy code, don't sue me. Loading Sports Performance Lab app. Measure, track, compare, jump performance directly from your phone. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's get uh, Trey Myers in here. And uh, let's learn a little bit about this 6'6", 210-pound baseball player from the north side of Chicago. And we're back, Loading Sports Outlier Sessions Season 3, Episode 2. This is Trey Myers. Uh, Trey Myers is an uncommitted 2025 uh, from the north side of Chicago. New Trier High School, did I say that right? New Trier High School, 6'6", uh, 210 pounds, three-sport athlete, and he is a Loading 9, so he's an outlier. Uh, at the, how old are you, 17? I'm 16. Six, he's not even 17 yet, and he's already an outlier athlete. So uh, pretty special athlete we're dealing with here when you talk about the engine of the athlete, but then when you consider that he's also 6'6", 210 pounds. Um, I mean, we're going to get into a whole lot here about not just baseball, football, basketball. Um, but this is a guy that's probably going to start to pop up on some people's radars here shortly. Trey, thanks for hopping on with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. Um so, like I said, we're looking forward to, you know, kind of learning more about you. Um, you know, you had a little bit of a coming out this past summer uh, at a couple of events. And, you know, like I said, probably going to start popping up a little bit more, you know, as we move forward. But before we get into any of that, uh, I do want to hit you with some quick hitting questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, to kind of get this thing rolling. So uh, the first one off the bat, um, I know your dad's from Kentucky. Mm-hmm east side of cincinnati and he's a reds fan yeah um are you a cubs white Sox, or reds fan you know you gotta like the cubs when you're from around here but i follow the reds i like them good young team so i like to follow them they're fun you got a favorite player on the reds right now i mean you gotta say de la cruz he's so fun to watch so big ellie de la cruz fan mm -hmm. i mean you're comparable in size right yeah, something like that. Yeah, you keep working on it. You might be just as fast as him too. Um, all right. Do you have a favorite athlete in sports in general? Um, it's a good question. Um, I like 
Aaron Jones, another big righty. I like watching that. You know, he weighs a lot more than I do, but we're similar in size. So hopefully I can hit like him someday in the future. There you go. Um, okay. Lou Malnati's or Giordano's? Oof. I got to say Lou Malnati's or Coach Malnati's going to be upset with me. The guy, who's, who's Coach Malnati? He's um, Lou's son. He's one of the assistant. He coached at Nutria for basketball for a long time. So he's retired, but he sits at the end of the bench now. That's insane. Mm. What a connection. I know, right? Crazy. I'm also a Lou Malnati's guy. Yeah, it's good. I've never had Giordano's, but I tried Lou Malnati's, and then I never felt like I needed to try Giordano's. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so staying on the topic of Chicago food staples, uh, favorite Chicago food staple, deep dish pizza, mm-hmm. the uh, lesser known staple, but probably more popular, thin crust pizza, mm-hmm. or an Italian beef. I like the thin crust pizza. You go to Portillo's sometimes, the Italian beefs are too soggy. Yeah. I just like the thin crust more than deep dish pizza. So, you got a thin crust spot that you'd shout out? There's a place by my house called Little Red Hen. It's pretty good. They make good stuff. So, Little Red Hen, mm-hmm. noted. Next time I'm in Chicago, I'm going to go get some thin crust. That deep, di- the deep dish stuff weighs on you a little bit. You it know? does. It's big, it's a lot of food. Yeah, you feel it for like the next three days. Um, who is the best baseball player that you've played with in the past year, in your opinion? In the past year? Yep. Um, I'd say a guy who's on my high school team, Graham Mastros, another big third baseman who's quick. Um, he could he could hit so well, and he was so good at defense. He's a really good captain for the team. A lot of downstate ball last year, so. Did he uh did he graduate in the spring? He did. He's playing at St. Louis now. Oh, okay. So he's a Billiken. Mm-hmm. He is a Billiken. What do you think of the Billiken as a mascot? But, um he told me a little bit about it. You're up its belly or whatever, but fuck, oh. <laughs> but not too familiar with the Billiken. Yeah, you try and rub its belly, it might bite you. I mean that's look, I drove I drove through St. Louis. And the Billiken is everywhere. It's like the symbol of the city. And I'll tell you what, like the, the sun goes down and the streetlights start flickering and you see Billikens everywhere. Like it's not, a, <laughs> it's not a city you want to hang out in. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into a little bit of long-term athlete development and kind of spearheading the conversation on long-term athlete development is gratefulness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really good to be in a frame of mind of gratitude on a day-to-day basis. So something that we like to ask all of our guests um, before we get rolling into anything else is three things that you're grateful for today. So I'm going to let you go first, then I'll share, and then we'll keep it moving. Trey, three things that you're grateful for today. What do you got? Uh, I'd say my parents, you know, supporting me, everything I do, taking me to all my sports when I was young, stuff like that. Also, my coaches, you know, coaching me up, never say something, even when I'm upset or something like that. They do such a good job. And probably my, I mean, I got to say my ability to play all my sports at a high level. Just a naturally gifted athlete. Yeah. Just out here playing everything at a high level. 
Gotta do it. All right. Uh, three things for me is how quickly snow melts in Denver. That's where I live. Um, we got six to eight inches of snow over the weekend. It is 60 and sunny right now and no signs that it snowed over the weekend. Um, we got a little bit here over the, a couple of days ago. First snow, kind of crazy. Is it going to hang around or is it going to melt? It's pretty much all melted now, but yeah. we didn't get that much, maybe an inch. I grew up in Massachusetts, and usually how it rolls out there is you get your first snow sometime December, January, and then you don't see the ground again until yeah. the end of March. Around here. Yeah. Um, all right, number two, how easy it is to get in contact with someone in 2023. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Call me, beat me if you want to reach me, uh, like Kim Possible used to say, but no, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. I don't know. And then three – Things that are under the radar, uh, you know, like things that you enjoy that a whole bunch of people haven't caught on to yet. Like maybe like a, a favorite restaurant. You're like, oh, man, this is the best yeah. and crust pizza I've ever had. Mm. But it's not always packed. It's like well-kept secrets. Yeah, for sure. So my place is little tiny restaurant in downtown Glencoe. Never that many people there, so... Get the food quick, take it home, and enjoy your meal. Well, someday when you hit it big and people are looking for your first interview, mm-hmm. uh, what did you say? The Red Hen? Yeah, got to say a Little Red Hen. It's so good. Yeah, the Little Red Hen is not going to be a, a well-kept secret because millions of people will view this interview, I hope. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, so I've heard uh, you have some football and basketball on the resume. Mm-hmm. In addition to baseball, tell us more about what kind of football and basketball player you are, um, position-wise, uh, how you kind of model your game when you're playing football or basketball. Uh, for football, I play receiver. So, you know, just go deep pretty much since I'm big and fast. Just throw it up usually. Basketball is pretty much the same thing. I, I usually play center, but since I'm, you know, athletic – I tend to play on the outside a little bit more than the inside. So create some opportunities for someone else to score. That's lock what it down on defense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, you know, someone who's uh, tall, long, and athletic is everyone's worst nightmare on a basketball court in high school. <laughs> um, all right. I want to talk about ignition a little bit. Mm-hmm. And ignition is, you know, very simply kind of why you play your sport or kind of like what gets you excited to go out and yeah, uh, train and, you know, maybe you're having a bad week in your sport, why you're not going to quit. Um, but like what, what has ignited you, I guess, uh, to play baseball or, you know, in your love for the game of baseball, it could be a moment, it could be some, you know, be a player you grew up watching, uh, kind of share with us, you know, your ignition for baseball. I- Love the camaraderie with teammates, you know, being able to hang out with them, you know, winning with them, doing everything with them. So much fun. I'd say that's why I play. You know, it's such a team bonding experience always. Trey Myers, the team guy. (laughs) All right. Last El Tad question. Um, I want to talk about sleep. Mm -hmm. Sleep is really important. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially for a growing athlete, what's your relationship like with sleep? Oh, I try and be, a be-, be in bed around 10, 30, 11, get eight hours before I go to school, 
wake up around 7, 7.30. So, you know, got to get the eight hours, got to be well rested, especially for school. Those early morning math class or whatever, you got to be. No doubt. Uh, you get a couple extra hours on the weekend? For sure. I love sleeping in. So this morning, no school. So I slept in until about 9.30. That's so, why we had to make sure that we set this uh, podcast up for the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> got fully alert, Trey. For sure. You know, sometimes I stay up late if I hit late or something like that, crack open an energy drink, something like that. Awake. You can't be cracking open energy drinks. Come on, Trey. <laughs> Love the energy drinks. Yeah, you're messing with your sleep cycle. Uh, I'm usually asleep by 11, so. It's all right. You're young. You can handle I don't, it. I can't drink them at night. Learn I'm that. just telling you, when you get older, like 22, 23, 24 years old, somewhere, somewhere in there, if you're drinking coffee or energy drinks, you're not going to fall asleep as easy. So mm, be sure. wary of that. Enjoy it now. <laughs> Um, you, this is a load in sports outlier session first, where we have a high school athlete on here who is uncommitted. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do want to talk about your recruiting process a little bit and probably a little bit more than, you know, we've talked with any other guests in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, so first off, before we talk about, you know, any interests that you've gotten up to this point, what is Trey Myers looking for in a school? Um, you know, obviously a good baseball program. You know, you want to win all the time when you're playing. I like a good finance school as well. It's what I want to do in the future, something in finance. So those are probably the big two things for me. You know, you obviously got to like the environment of the school, stuff like that. You got to like the campus. So Business Trey, he wants to come study finance. And he wants to win baseball games. Yeah. Pretty easy to please, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I heard you ha a few weeks back, you had some interest uh, from a handful of Big East schools. Mm -hmm. And then I've heard you, you got an offer out there from Creighton. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, PBR Future Games this past summer. Mm -hmm. And then following the future games and, and for people who are listening, who aren't aware PBR future games, biggest uncommitted underclass event in the country. Um, it's a feeding frenzy for college programs that come out in numbers and everyone's uncommitted. Mm -hmm. So uh, talk a little bit about that experience. And then on the backside of that, uh, the initial interest that you started to gain from Big East schools and from Creighton. Mm -hmm. So it was obviously a huge thing for me in my recruiting process. Got a lot of interest from that. There's just so many schools walking around watching the games. And it was big. And, you know, August 1st rolls around, you get some calls. Creighton actually texted me like a week after the first day. And then, you know, talked to the coaches. They're all super nice guys. I love them. So, you know, visited. I like the school a lot. But you got to find the right fit, you know, the perfect fit. Don't want to rush anything. So, no, nah, I hear you. And, and you're still pretty early in things here, too. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, you're just, you're in the fall of your junior year. Um, you got a big summer coming up, a lot of big opportunities ahead of you. So, uh, and especially with the way that things have, have kind of started to shift in the college game, uh, a lot of programs going into the transfer portal, all of that. It's kind of, 
important that you make that decision uh, as close to actually showing up on campus as possible. Yeah. Um, you make it too soon and a lot of things can change. So yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Power's in your hands. Uh, but it does sound like the word is starting to get out that you're a little bit of an outlier from an athleticism standpoint. Um, there aren't too many plus runners at six, six and over 200 pounds running around without a college commitment. Um, and Twitter is notorious for having these anonymous draft accounts every year um, that have significant followings of important people. And a few days ago, an account called at draft analyst posted a nice summary of who you are as a player mm. with some video. Have you gotten any further attention from the college community as a result? Looks yeah. Like that post has, has seen over 25,000 uh, views at this point. Yeah. I definitely got some more calls because of that. It was pretty awesome. Definitely caught me off guard. Not ready for it. Just randomly posted it on like a Saturday morning or something like that. So definitely wasn't ready for it, but it's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you want to share with us? Uh, any schools that are potentially reaching out now as a result of that, or are you going to keep it under wraps? We'll keep it under wraps for now. We'll see where that stuff goes, but good deal. Yeah. I mean, um, I've heard off the record uh, some of the names of the schools and uh, it sounds like a really exciting time to be Trey Myers. So we'll leave it at that. Um, I do want to shift the conversation over to your other two sports because with your size and athleticism, um, you know, football and basketball programs, I think at the division one level might be interested. So have you gotten any interest from division one college football or basketball programs? After the football season last year, after I got pulled up to varsity, I definitely got a little bit. And then, you know, I was hoping this year get a little bit more, but unfortunately got hurt, wasn't able to play all that much. So, you know, that all kind of stopped. And then nothing really for basketball since it's always been, you know, back and forth to baseball. And I actually didn't even play football freshman year. I started sophomore year, so. Yeah, I heard that your school is a big hockey school. They are. They're good. They're always good. Yeah, so big hockey school. Um, and I heard that, you know, a lot of the athletes, try, they try and recruit the athletes to play on the football team, and mm. sometimes it's a mixed bag of success there. So happened to me freshman year in, like, the fall. And I said I'll definitely try and play in the summer and see how I like it. Ended up loving it. So, you know, I had to play. I had so much fun playing with my friends. Nice. Who's uh who's your favorite receiver in the NFL? Ooh. I mean, I like Jamar Chase. I'm a Bengals fan because of my dad. Jamar yep. awesome. He's so good. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Uh the other guy that plays uh in Minnesota, I think he's hurt right now. Justin Jefferson, that's that's another good one. Awesome. He's so good too. Yeah. Um, cool. Would you entertain the idea of committing to play multiple sports in college? Uh, yeah, for sure. It's a good opportunity. Um, and you know, I like both the sports a lot or all the sports I play. So I'd definitely entertain it. I'd definitely consider it. You know, yeah, it, I feel it. Yeah, go ahead. The coach has got to let you play both the sports. So, well, that's, that's the tricky thing is that, you know, a lot of what a lot of people don't realize is if you play a sport, division one sport, it's a year round commitment. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, there's, there's stories of Kyler Murray, uh, you know, leaving a baseball game early and, and going over to spring football practice, you know? Yeah. So, um, no, very cool. I want to talk a little bit more about being tall and athletic, uh, as if we haven't touched on that enough. Um, have you had any moments in your life playing sports where you felt like maybe I'm a little bit different than the rest of the guys that I play with? Yeah. Um, probably freshman year basketball when I was throwing down some dunks was probably the, the moment I was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. I'm lucky. Yeah. Everybody, that's like the one thing everybody who plays basketball in high school wants to do is dunk and you just rolled out of bed and we're Mm -hmm. throwing down tomahawks. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely super lucky. Yeah. Um, very cool. In your opinion, how important is your athleticism on a baseball field? It's definitely important, you know, getting on the bases, you know, stealing base. That's a huge part of it in general. So I'd say it's definitely important, especially I'm going to be playing a lot more outfield this year. So, you know, you got to be quick, be able to get the balls in the gaps, stuff like that. So it's definitely a lot, definitely very important. Are they going to play in center field or are you playing a corner? I'm playing a corner, probably some left field or right field, and then probably a little bit of first base too, depending on who's hot on the team. So, yeah, we're living in a day and age where the uh, six six, you know, two hundred plus pound, uh, really athletic player is getting a chance to play center field. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, players of your size are a draw, whether that be in the draft or on TV. How aware are you, I guess, of that? and the successes that tall and athletic players have had in recent years um, in professional baseball. You know, it's definitely becoming a big thing. They're definitely always, a lot of them are always successful. So you just see more and more of the big guys like O'Neill Cruz or Ellie De La Cruz come up. They're always super good right out of the jump. So well, I'm saying, you know, it's like you got to tell a coach like, Hey, give me a shot to play center. I can do it. Yeah, we'll see. We got a good center fielder. So, is he uh, same year as you, or is he older? A senior now. So, maybe next, next spring we've got, we've got another outfielder. So, I'm probably going to be in the corner for, you know, Mike. But I like the corner a lot. I like playing there. I think it's fun. So, that's fair. That's fair. All right, cool. Well, uh, the draft analyst tweet compared you to Will Gasparino. Did you know who that was before that tweet went out? I did not know. But Do you know who that is now? I looked him up briefly, not like a ton, but you know, it's definitely a nice person to be compared to. Yeah, he was another guy who was at the uh, PBR Future Games a couple of years back. Uh, I believe he's at what, Texas now? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he's the son of the guy who runs the draft for the Dodgers. So, um, (laughs) pretty good bloodlines there. Yeah, for sure. So talked about it a little bit before, um, you know, in a previous question, you know, the successes of tall and athletic players in professional baseball, uh, how familiar are you? And you you mentioned Ellie De La Cruz, O'Neill Cruz as guys, at the highest level of sport, how familiar are you with players like Spencer Jones, Bryce Eldridge, and James Wood? Not very familiar. I also 
them up briefly. But, you know, I'm not super familiar with all of them. These are the guys that you got to start studying, Trey, because, you you know, you got a seat at the table with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, is there a player at the collegiate or professional level that you would compare yourself to or that you model your game after? Um, you know, I try and be as much like Aaron Judge as I can. Just hit the hit the crap out of the ball. But, you know, it's tough. You know, whenever I get on, I try and steal some bases too. So, stuff like that. You know, you always want to be like the best players. But Got tough. that 2020 high school season inbound. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 20 home runs, 20 bags. Hopefully. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you just got to go one game at a time. Yeah, start kicking away. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. A few last questions and I'm going to let you go. I know you, you know, it's, it's your day off from school and those are highly valued at your age. Um, what is your favorite place that you've ever traveled for baseball and why? Um, you know, when I was 12, I went to Cooperstown. I thought that was so awesome getting to see the hall of fame, stuff like that. It was so much fun to play there with all my friends. So I had a blast all the barracks and stuff, you know, sleeping with the whole team. You know, it was just a really cool experience, for, especially for a young kid. So I thought that was a awesome. New York guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you some New York. I've never heard anything but good things about uh, the Cooperstown experience. Yeah, it's so much fun. I loved it. Awesome. Uh, what is the best advice that you've ever got from your parents? Um, Just to be confident, be confident in everything you do. And to give it your best no matter what, especially in school. So, you know, study hard. You know, the classroom's really important. So I'd say that's probably the best advice I've ever gotten. No doubt. Put your best foot forward every day. For sure. 100%. All right. So off field, let's not talk about sports here for a second. What are you dialed into right now? Like what what gets you going personally? Um, Do you have any hobbies or anything like that? I like hanging out with my friends a lot. You know, we just hang out, watch sports, stuff like that. Go to all the school, you know, other sport games. You know, like there's a big volleyball game, big playoff volleyball game we went to last night. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, soccer games are fun. So we like to do that kind of stuff, just hang out, get food, stuff like that. Get rowdy in the school gymnasium and hit the little red hen afterwards for some pizza. Sure. That's a small town life right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else that you want the people to know about you before we let you go? Uh, no, I think you covered everything. So. Trey Myers. Thanks for hopping on with us today. Um, exciting times ahead for you. I know that uh, those college offers are going to continue to roll in and you're going to have some big decisions here to make in the, in the next, let's call it 12 months. So um, definitely look forward to following your journey. And, and kind of seeing where you end up. Um, and yeah, congrats on your first podcast. Thank, thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun.